0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Arthouse Garage, the snob-free film podcast where we make arthouse indie, classic, and foreign cinema accessible to the masses. I'm your host, Andrew Sweatman, and today we've got another bonus episode. We love talking about movies around here, and we also love supporting the local film scene here in Arkansas, where we're based. Today we're previewing an exciting film festival, and it's free for Arkansans to attend this year. So you can't beat that. It is the Kaleidoscope LGBTQ Film Festival, and I couldn't be more excited to be joined today by the festival runners to give us all the information on how to attend and the exciting films they're showing this year. I was able to watch several films during last year's Kaleidoscope Festival, and they were all top-notch. Uh, most of the features and short films they show each year are very new, featuring fresh creative voices in queer cinema, and the lineup this year looks amazing as well. I am joined by Zach Baker and Cameron Vaughn. They program and run Kaleidoscope along with their team. Zach is also the executive director for Little Rock Pride. They came on the podcast last year to preview this festival, and I'm so thrilled to have them back again today. Zach Baker and Cameron Vaughn, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having us.
0: Absolutely, and I'm so excited that uh, Kaleidoscope is coming up again in just a few days here. Uh, so th- this is the LGBTQ plus film festival. That's h- how many years running now?
1: This uh, this is our seventh year. So uh, our second year doing it virtually. So uh, we're excited for for our seventh year here and and ready to uh, to hit the ground running with another s- uh, set of great films.
0: Yeah, so tell us about Kaleidoscope. If if anyone listening is not familiar with with what the festival is, uh, what kind of films do you show and and, uh, what's the focus?
1: Yeah, so we're a LGBTQ plus film festival right here in Central Arkansas. And our goal and mission is to show and share uh, queer stories from all over the world. So really bringing in these these queer stories from our, our rich and diverse community from all across the world and sharing those here and driving discussions around those films and bringing attention to some great films and stories um, that that reflect our our community and our audience. Yeah, so that's that's kind of a quick rundown of it.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. I I was able to. Uh, watched several things last year I didn't get to watch everything I wanted to but um, I was impressed just by how that kind of the diversity of of films that you brought in and um, some that especially in the short films that I was able to see it seemed like you can't see these anywhere else right now and uh, it was just a really great collection of stuff to to kind of all get get all through in one sitting it was really uh, I really enjoyed the things that I watched last year. Um, so the festival was virtual last year. It looks like that's the case again this year. Uh, tell us about that decision and how do people get tuned in and, and how much does it cost and, and all of that? How do we how do we attend?
1: Yeah. So, um, and Zach, feel free to jump in here. But we are on uh, eventive platform and the cost this year is free. So that was something we kind of started last year and and really uh, like that and just keeping that those barriers to entry very low or as low as possible. Um, so these films are are, are free. You just uh, have to register for each screening. So you will register for a ticket. Um, but once you do that, there's no cost. Um, donations are always welcome to help kind of pay for these films. But um, but there is no cost uh, for those. And then you have, uh, you know, a couple of days to kind of get in there and watch your film. Um, whichever films uh, you want. And uh, Zach, do you know what the, the good website is for that? Yeah. So if, if you go to Cal k a l two zero two one dot eventive e v e n t i v e org um that will take you to the festival website and from there you can view the catalog of films you can register for the films um, you can donate if you want to donate but all all of the information lives on that on that website
0: that's great. And I've used Eventive for a handful of things now that some so many things are virtual, and it's really pretty straightforward. I really like the platform. You can, you know, register on your phone and then watch it on your TV right away with your smart TV app. So it's a- Yeah, I
1: was gonna say that there's, a, there's an app on, the, on your TV as well. So if, if you download the Eventive app on the TV, as long as you have the account um, created, once you register for the movies, you can pull those movies up on your TV and watch them that way as well. Really great feature.
0: Yeah, so many festivals are doing it now that I've noticed, like, I thought I was gonna have to re-register my whole thing, but no, it's all one event of account for you. So it just shows up in your library once you've got it. Uh, So question on that. So is there a particular time for each film? Or is it, you know, once you have this film unlocked, you have access to it, just through this window of the whole festival?
1: So our films are available throughout the duration of the festival. So each film, we did get the rights to show for all four days, Thursday through Sunday. So, you know, Zach, you may have to jump in here. But once you register for a film and you hit play, I think there is a window, um, you know, 24 hours or something that you do have Mm -hmm. to finish it. But all of the films are available through the duration of the festival. And one of the other things that we're really excited about um, on the virtual aspect is that it allows our audience to watch and enjoy these films from any corner of the state. You know, when it's in person, um, you are kind of limited to a region or, you know, to central Arkansas or people have to come to the location to view it. But this uh, with being virtual people in northwest Arkansas or in uh, in Hot Springs, Jonesboro, Pine Bluff, whatever corner of the state, they're able to log in. Um, and watch these films right from their home. So we're excited about that kind of um, uh, being able to get that kind of access and then reduce those barriers with uh, not charging for the tickets. But yes, all, all weekend long, Thursday through Sunday, um, all the films are available
0: that's great and it's, making that access so easy I think is is key um, yeah I think that's 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 really cool that you know obviously in person is, is great for so many reasons but there are so many mm-hmm. so many pluses to the virtual as well uh, well let's talk about some of the movies so I'm looking at the festival site now and I see eight features and a handful of shorts uh, are there any features that you guys are, are most excited about
1: Gosh, um, I, I'm really excited for this year's lineup. and I don't even know where to pick or start. Um, you know, I think I guess if I have to pick one to start with, I, I you know, Little Girl, I think, is just um, mm-hmm. very relevant right now um, to to kind of the political climate here in the state. Um, mm-hmm. So the film is about a seven year old girl named Sasha um, who was born a male and she is in the process of trying to go to dance classes to school Mm -hmm. and things like that and and her family is very supportive but they're having to work with you know the schools and the ballet classes and and the psychiatrists and things like this to try and help um, bridge that gap uh, so that the school and those places will recognize her as um as a girl so i you know that one i just feel like has a lot of relevance right now especially with some of the legislation we've seen in the state Mm -hmm. and so it's a really good really good little picture um uh, uh uh of that and it's set in france um but yeah it's just it's uh it's really touching and it and it uh allows you to kind of get into, um, into her mind, into her world, where she just, you know, she loves her going to her ballet classes and she loves going to school and, and playing with her dolls and dresses mm-hmm. and spending time with her family. She's just a normal kid. Um, and so the problems and the conflicts that arise in her life stem from the adults. And so, um, again, I think it all just kind of, that one ties in really well right now um, with kind of where we are uh, yeah. politically.
0: Absolutely. I think it's, it is such a fraught time for trans issues here in Arkansas. And it's, it's been uh, rough, you know, even just following the news with everything that's happening. Absolutely. um, yeah. That's, that's one of the things that I love about, you know, queer stories in cinema, uh, or in any art, but, you know, I love movies. But it's just the you can hear arguments all day long, but when you experience an emotional story and, and kind of walk alongside a character going through something, it, it kind of op- can open your eyes in a new way. I think uh, especially you know here in the South in Arkansas, there are sadly still a lot of spaces that are not inclusive and not affirming. And I think film is so powerful to to be able to kind of uh, help people just open their minds a little bit and, and kind of understand, uh, g- give a more emotional understanding and not just a head knowledge about some of these things. So I think I'm, I'm just so excited. The festival is here and for seven years now. Uh, and yeah, this film sounds like exactly uh, what a lot of people in the state should see. And I'm excited to watch right. this one.
1: Yeah. So we're definitely excited about that one. And like you said, it's just, it, it puts a story to an issue. It's no longer mm-hmm. just this, um, you know, uh, it, it brings it down, it brings it home it, and, mm. and it's, it's, um, you know, the story and the empathy, I think go, go well together. And, um, and, and, and um, and it tugs at the heartstrings. So hopefully mm. people will be a little more willing to, to open their hearts, um, after sharing in some stories like that.
0: Mm. Any other, uh, other features that you want to mention? Yeah,
1: I think gosh, you know, they're all all so good. But um one that I've really enjoyed and I'm excited to see again um when, when we do the festival is summertime. Um to me, I just I loved it. It's it's music, it's poetry, it's art, it's diversity, and it's all set out in LA and it's the lives of these 25 young poets and artists, and they all collide and uh, interact. Um over the course of a summer and so it's just really fun to see how interwoven it is to see um and it's actually written by all of these artists so that's almost all these little um uh micro performances or performances from all these different artists are all tied together into a narrative um and it kind of they bounce and collide into each other the different artists and their, and their performances and then all those um, performances have, a, have different statements whether it's on mm. um you know, whatever uh, cultural issue um, at, at the time um, that that whatever that artist is dealing with or struggling with or, or wanting to express. So I really enjoyed that one. Um, and you know, again, the music was great, the poetry's great. Um, the visuals are great. It's just it's it's just a, a truly uh, a, a piece of art and it's brought brought together by a bunch of artists. So um, that that one's a real treat.
0: That sounds amazing, and I, I, I'm looking at the the synopsis here too. I didn't realize, so I, I kind of had looked through these titles, but I didn't realize that Carlos mm-hmm. Lopez Estrada is the director of this one. He also made Blind Spotting, which I loved that movie a few years back, and it's it's similar. It's got art performances within the story. It's also uh, kind of a police brutality story, but and it's really moving. It's got um. V Diggs from Hamilton in that one and it's really really good so I am on board for that just seeing the director's name and, and that description yes. sounds amazing yeah
1: yes it's going to be really exciting and I think it'll have a lot of kind of those similar elements in it as well in terms of um, you know the, the cultural issues and mm-hmm. really expressing those through an artistic standpoint and through the artist's point of view so um, so it, it really it to me is a home run
0: that sounds great i I was going to look through the the only of these that i've seen before uh is Mm -hmm. one that i really love and that is itu mama tembien from alfonso quran and uh that movie i got it on my shelf over here it's one of my favorites uh Uh, i'm excited that that's playing the festival it'll be fun to to give me a good excuse to revisit that because it's been a few years since i watched it um but that one's got it and so I, i noticed too um I think William from who is works on the festival with you guys shared Mm -hmm. that there are two films featuring Gail Garcia Bernal. And I, I am obsessed with him. I think he's wonderful. Uh, What is the other film that starts him? I think it's um, Emma. Is that right?
1: Emma's great. I I love Emma. It's, it's one of the more interesting pieces. It's striking. uh, The visuals are striking. The music is great. And, and I think if you could just get in this world and experience Mm -hmm. the world of Emma, um, you'll come away and you'll love it. So basically it's about, um, it follows this woman, Emma, and she has uh, lost her son and Mm -hmm. she will move, uh, heaven and earth to, uh, to get him back into her life. And so it's kind of about her journey to, to bring him back into her life. So she's in the dance world and she's married to her choreographer. And so they kind of have this relationship and then, Mm -hmm. um, in the process of uh, pursuing her son, she um, explores other relationships around the city and um and then it all kind of intertwines and comes together at the end where she brings brings all these relationships together in order to kind of reach her goal. so it's it's definitely a very interesting film, but the music and the visuals are just breathtaking and um yeah, it's definitely a treat.
0: I'm excited to tune into that one. The The visuals here on the poster mm-hmm. and, and the images look really striking. So that, that should be a fun one. Yes. Um, well, let's talk about short films. So it looks like there's a handful on here. Are they organized into blocks like previous years?
1: Yes, um, this year. And short, the shorts were a little interesting, um, you know, because of the nature of moving our program up this year. Um, you know, we were just screened in November. And um, so with a quick turnaround, one of the things we found that was a little bit challenging with our shorts was that a lot of the films um, that are showing in the festival circuit this year, right now in the spring, mm-hmm. you know, there's several of them that we showed in the fall. So mm-hmm. um, so we were kind of in an interesting spot where... Uh, you know, we kind of leapfrogged some festivals, so to speak, whatever came mm-hmm. out late summer, early fall, last year we showed, and now they're still making the festival rounds this yeah. spring. So it was, um it was definitely a challenge, but, um, but we do have a really strong shorts block uh, or shorts program. And we kind of broke those up into, into four blocks. So we have kind of a men's shorts, some women's shorts, uh, people of color, and then trans shorts. So mm-hmm. really excited about to be able to highlight all of those different, um, those different areas and bring um, several great films uh, with that.
0: That sounds great. I love short films because you can just back to back to back get a lot of different voices and it feels yeah. like you really experience a lot of different things in a short amount of time. So um, mm-hmm. I always love tuning into the shorts blocks. Well, great. Uh, so this is the kaleidoscope festival coming up on the 29th. That is this coming Thursday through May the 3rd, which is sun- uh Sorry, May the 2nd, which is Sunday. Um, and I'm so excited. I hope listeners will, will tune in. It's free. You can't beat that. Um, and if you feel so inclined throw a few dollars their way too, I'm sure that would help. Uh, any, any last thoughts before we wrap up?
1: Uh, thank you so much for having us and, uh, please check us out. Check these films out. They're great. Um, I think you'll, you'll love them. You'll find one or two in there, uh, that, that'll really resonate and touch, yeah. uh, hit home with you. And, um, uh, and, uh, Yeah uh we're we're ready for another year ready to kick it off later this week
0: all right well thank you guys so much for for joining the podcast and um listeners tune in watch kaleidoscope <laughs> all right i'll talk to you guys soon i hope to have you back you know before another festival where we can just talk movies sometime
1: oh, thank you so much andrew
0: Big thanks again to Zach and Cameron for letting us know all about this year's Kaleidoscope. Again, that's April 29th through May 2nd, which is Thursday through Sunday of this week. It's all free and virtual, and the link to the festival website is in the show notes of this episode. I hope some listeners are able to tune in and catch a few films this weekend. I know I'm going to try to watch every bit of it if I can. And with that, thank you so much for listening to Art House Garage. We've got a few years worth of episodes now. You can hear all of those in your podcast app of choice. Our theme music is by composer Paul Hunefeld. Learn more at... UpholingProductions.com. If you want to support ArtHouse Garage, you can leave a rating or review in your podcast app, or you can buy an ArtHouse Garage T-shirt at ArtHouseGarage.com/shop. Stay in the loop about ArtHouse Garage and the films we're covering by subscribing to our email newsletter by going to ArtHouseGarage.com/subscribe, or you can email me directly, Andrew, at ArtHouseGarage.com. And of course, follow on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Just search at Arthouse Garage and all those places or find links in the show notes. And that will do it for this episode. Thank you again so much for listening. And until next time, keep it snob free.